Hello and welcome everyone. It's time for sports with Paul and I, Jason, Pauly. How's it going, guys? And our friend Ben is with us again today. How's it going, everybody? And we're here to talk sports on a muggy July day. It's still July. July 19th, I believe it is. The 19th, yep, correct. The day of the MLB All-Star Game 2022, but we'll get to that. First, we had some other stuff happen this week. What what happened, Polly? All right, so we had the formerly noted, known as the British Open. We're not supposed to call it anymore. It's the Open Championship now. Uh, Rory had the uh, four-shot lead with Victor Hovland after the first three days. Uh, Rory, being from Northern Ireland, obviously was the heavy fan favorite. He hasn't won a major since 2014. He was looking good. He didn't really give it away. He he missed some putts. Uh, Cam Smith kind of stole the championship from him. He started the back nine with five straight birdies and then birdied 17 and kind of just roared past Rory. Like I said, Rory didn't play bad, but he missed some short putts that if one of them would have gone in, would have changed uh, things. But And then Cameron Young finished second. The two cams were in a group together. Uh, they both passed Rory. Rory finishes third. Uh, he didn't, well, he kind of did show it on uh, in his interviews afterward. He tried tried holding it in, but you could tell his definite, definite disappointment. Um, again, St. Andrews, 100, 150th playing of the Open Championship. Um, one more note is Tiger did not make the cut. So, Jason, you called that one. I said he was mm-hmm. going to. I was wrong. And thoughts, guys? Well, Cam Smith, I mean, for I didn't watch the whole thing or anything. I wasn't sitting there gripping in my seat or anything. But Cam Smith was putting like a monster. Like, that dude, He, what did I read? It was like he had more feet and putts than ever recorded at an open championship like by a lot i guess they've only been tracking it since like the mid 2000s or something but dude yeah dude was putting like a monster and that's the thing like that's the thing with golf like you can drive it 400 400 yards if you want but if you're not making putts and you can't make long putts yeah, those guys who are out there making 40, 50, 60-foot putts are going to beat you. For sure. Um, yeah, it was interesting, too, with the Battle of the Cams pretty much the whole weekend as well. I know Rory was in that mix, and, yeah, he was uh, the one was favored to win. Um, but, yeah, Cameron Young and Cameron Smith just had outstanding weekends. Um I thought it was kind of interesting too, you know, like Dustin Johnson was there. Some of the live guys were there too. And um, it didn't, I didn't feel like it didn't cause that much distraction like it has been on everything else that's been going on in golf since yeah, uh, like the those heat. two broke up. 
Yeah, like yeah, the heat like, on that stuff has kind of come down a lot. Maybe because it was maybe you know in the UK or whatnot that those reporters and just don't ask ask those questions as much because I felt like that's where they always came from. Was but uh, that was nice to see that everyone just kind of got went out there and played golf and oh uh, yeah, I always been impressed of you know people. I can't can't believe that you're putting like 120 yards sometimes on a, on a green. It's just, <laughs> right. And the wind the wind is like a, you know at a at 20 miles an hour or something, you know, and that's the lowest it's going to be all day. So it's, just, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's out of control, but it's fun to watch because yeah, it's just so wide open. And again, uh, the 150th, that's insane. It's been going on for that long. It really shows the difference between American golf courses and the British uh, golf courses, especially with just, the the links uh, courses compared to just the the wooded courses and just how golf courses can be so different and just have different degrees of difficulty and all of them I I love watching majors I don't watch golf outside of the majors I I'm not a golfer but part of the aesthetic for me is just looking at the different courses and the obstacles these guys have to face and the difference be- is between all these different courses. I-, I just think that's a cool part of the aspect of that game. Yeah. How like the course itself is, is a player in this whole thing. Yeah. But it's you versus the competition versus the course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Other than that, no. Let's. Uh, so I'm gonna. I'm gonna. We're gonna do some different. I'm gonna open it up to these two, with anything else in sports that they want to touch on before we get to our baseball round. Our roundup. Well, I think there was the Bucks. Uh, some Bucks resignings that are worth talking about. Yeah. Uh... Since you know free agency opened up, uh, people have resigned. There's been Connington, you know, Bobby Portis, uh, Serge Ibaka just signed today, a one year deal, uh, Wes Matthews, uh, Javon Walker, and then I thought it was a big pickup was Joe Angles. Um, I think he's gonna be just another good shooter, uh, that can kind of complement Grayson Allen and Chris Middleton, kind of you know, have it fall in that like, uh, <clears throat> into that. Triangle, obviously, Middleton will start, but uh, just another good shooter and a good uh, defensive guy. So I thought those were some good signings. And, um, you know, the other things were, besides the Bucks, is, you know, the big uh, big Kevin Durant, what the heck is happening here? Um, I'm leaving. I'm staying. Um, I want to go here. I don't want to go there. It's, you know, some of it's kind of the same uh, – same thing over and over. Like I feel like he goes somewhere, he doesn't like it, he moves on. Um, and he's one of those superstars that can do that. He can mm-hmm. just request whatever he wants, he's gonna get it. So, um, but yeah, it's just it's so crazy how you got like Kyrie resigning, you know, thinking that was gonna be an ordeal. Now Katie's like, I don't want to be there. <laughs> so it's just like, what, what is going on, you guys? Um, so and then yeah. Other thing was that Donovan Mitchell. Um, where is he going? Is he going to New York? Is he not going to New York? Is he? I mean, uh, it doesn't sound like he's going to be staying in Utah. Um, um, even though I think Dwayne Wade 
purchased that team was one re- a reason was is because Donovan Mitchell was going to be there hopefully for the long run. So uh, that kind of backfired. But uh, yeah, big oops. Um, and then you know Rudy Gobert leaving too. So that team is, and I know we talked about that last time too. Just kind of how Utah's in shambles. It's just we didn't get we didn't have these two other items. I think last time I was on. So yeah, of uh, Gobert leaving and then Mitchell possibly leaving. So. But uh, what did you guys think of that? Just quickly, I know you guys talked about the past, but I'm just curious on your thoughts. Well, with the Bucks, I like the like the Ingles keeping. You got to keep Bobby Portis, obviously. I think Matthews is a strong bench guy. Ingles is is good. Like they need what they need, which was super exposed last year, and it's so obvious now. But they need insurance policies for Chris Middleton because yes. yeah, I mean. Of course, you want to have insurance policies for all your players, but a Giannis, you don't get it. You don't have an insurance policy for Giannis. You can't. You can't replace that. So you have to make sure that all the pieces around him can be put in place. And I think that's what they wanted out of Grayson Allen, and he was <clears throat> very clearly not the answer <laughs> for what they need. He's the bull he's the bull killer. That's what we brought him in for. He's the bull <laughs> he killer. Oh <laughs> uh, man. Piss them off and then start that right really up again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which cool. If that's what they brought him to do, mission accomplished, yeah. you know. Good job, Grayson Allen. <laughs> I mean, in all honesty, I was never a fan, so when he was coming to the Bucks, I was just like, Oh my god, really? Like I gotta I gotta watch eighty two games with this guy, but yeah. Well, um, and, but yeah, being on your team was a lot different, and man, he had some pretty big games this year. It, you know, I, as a Duke fan, I watched him play, and you know, sure. he's one of those guys. Like, man, I hated that guy. Man, I hated that guy. But he had some games. I think he had one in particular against UNC where he just all of a sudden, like, he just hit that assassin switch, and he was just lights out you couldn't stop him all of a sudden and i kept like wanting that him to wanting to see that again this year out of him as the bucks and then it comes to the playoffs and it's like middleton's out and i'm like oh shit here's your chance dude here's Mm -hmm. your chance to bring it back and he just completely tripped over his own feet and just (laughs) exactly to to your point to your point there jason i think a lot of bucks fans were apprehensive after what, especially what have happened in the championship game, uh, Duke Wisconsin. Oh, and yeah. And people, I mean, that that was that was his chance to uh, make up for that in in Wisconsin sports fans' <laughs> minds. I think it, it I don't think he gives a shit about that. I'm sorry, Paul, but yeah, and I don't even think about he, that, Paul, until he you brought it up right but now. It, so. it would have. <laughs> I, I'm not saying that. I I feel like if he would have stepped up for Middleton, helped us win that Boston series, get us to the finals, I feel like Wisconsin Wisconsin fans could have forgiven him a little bit. I'm not saying he gives a shit. I'm saying, <laughs> I, I, no, he doesn't I, give a shit, yeah. No, I know he doesn't, but I feel like I would have felt better about him had he stepped up a little bit, and he sure, did 
Sure. Um, so ben, to piggyback on your other point that me and Jason had talked about a little bit last week, the Durant thing is really weird because part of the reason that he wanted to join the Nets and get his own team together is because of the criticism of him joining a championship game with the Warriors and pigging, piggybacking off that. Yeah. Now he tries to build his own team, all the combustible parts we know about the three years of just failure. That's all you can really call it. Well, and injury too. There's been a lot of, yes, he's had some injury and he's been playing by himself in a way. (laughs) There is that, but then to your, his two destinations are Miami and Phoenix. He does that. He's going to, he's joined. I know they're neither of them are recent champions, but he's joining a team that was in the finals two years ago, or he's, joining a team that was in the finals three a year ago. ago. Yeah, was it last year? No, it was two, three years ago. COVID year. COVID year was Miami. Uh, Lakers was in Miami. Miami and then, yep. Yeah. But, so he's going to join two established teams and face the same criticism? I, I don't really understand where his mindset is. I don't think he does either. I think it changes almost every day because I feel like with him, like, because I've even heard now, you know, talk about the Warriors. Like, he talked about possibly coming back there. And I'm like, well, that's not ever going to happen, buddy. You, you did that already. You, remember, you wanted to get away from that. Now you're going to go back to it? That doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't get the, okay, I won with, I won with known champions and MVPs and, a dynasty, basically, and I went on my own, and that didn't work. And now I'm going to go back to joining a dynasty in a way, because in a way, but you know, a top tier team, say like a Phoenix or a Miami. Um, but again, what happens when you don't win a championship? Because it only happened with the Splash Brothers and Draymond Green. You know, <laughs> it's I not you- with anybody else. I think Jason, didn't you bring up last week if he really wanted to win one by his own, uh, go to Sacramento and yep. do it? Yep, that's what I was saying, and that's I was actually just about to make basically the same point. Like, yeah, I mean, you want to go? You really, if that's what his real concern was, he wouldn't be going to Miami. He wouldn't want to go to Miami or Phoenix, but he does. So I don't think his he just wants championships. He just maybe. Maybe maybe the media is giving him too much credit. Maybe he's just like a really superficial dude who's like, I just want millions of dollars and championships. Because, like, I don't see any evidence to the contrary. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he's not one of those guys who you look at and say, that guy makes the players around him better and he's like a ambassador of the game and all that like i'm not saying he's not a like charitable person or that he's a bad person but like he's not one of those dudes like like a he's not a cerebral basketball player i guess like a steph curry you know who has to do the most with what he has which is basically the the uh the motto for 
Golden State and it's winning them championships. And here he's got all the talent in the world, but he doesn't seem to have, and we've talked about this before, Paul and I, he doesn't have that, like, I'm going to kill you now mode that guys like Kobe and Jordan in particular, and LeBron too, in a degree, has. Like, he just can't, like, turn it on and just, like, will his way to win a basketball game. He just doesn't have that. Well, I, I think to that point, part of it is he is so consistent that he doesn't have that switch to turn it on because he is so that consistently great. I just don't think he has that switch. Well, that's the thing is like you look at a guy like Kobe, you know, I don't, I don't have his numbers in front of me. I, you know, I'm not going to pretend like I have statistics memorized, but the things that made him different, that him different and guys like Jordan, like, they average shooting, you know, 40% or whatever it is from the floor. But they can go a game shooting 20% for 45 minutes. And then for the last three minutes, go six for six, <laughs> you know, and just like a Reggie Miller style, just go ballistic. Like that, that switch where it's like, I'm not going to lose this game. Like, I don't see Kevin Durant doing that. Or a James Harden, you know, like anybody on that team, really. Kyrie, maybe, but, like, I don't think he's good enough to actually do it. <laughs> well, and you got to show up. Oh, yeah, there's that. You One way or another. Play. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I I think that was well said. Um. I don't have anything else to add to that. Oh. So. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll see what happens. I mean, that's just, a, it's a big question mark. Who knows? Yeah. He could be and back I, in Brooklyn by the end of all this is done. So, And I, I think the thing is, I don't think the Mitchell thing is going to drop until this Durant thing is figured out. So I think Durant is kind of, in a way, holding up the the league at this point in a way yeah there's a lot of money going to be involved with. and i, I, I mean think... oh, there's gonna be a lot of stuff involved probably with that trade a lot of teams as well well and because it's a trade it's actually going to have much more of a ripple effect throughout the league than it would if it was just a free agent signing well i saw the i saw the raptors were offering a trade to the nets i don't know if you guys saw that but it was like ludicrous and they said no oh wow <laughs> it was like you know, Pascal Siakam, Scotty Barnes, um, and then like two first round picks and then three second round picks or something. It was it was a lot of stuff for a twelve, you know, year vet Durant and they said no. So See, I, I think I think part of the thing that's kinda of gonna complicate things too is how much the Jazz got back in the Gobert trade. Oh, they got it's, so much. They got five first round picks. Yeah. <laughs> And I mean, you look at that. That's Rudy Gobert. That's, what are yeah. you gonna What are you gonna give up for ten first round picks? You will not have a first round pick for a decade. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be something ludicrous like that. That is like the most Minnesota Timberwolves move of all time. You, like for real. They have all these picks. Here you go. More, more. <laughs> yep. Rudy Gobert. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. What do you want? Yeah, throw for a fifth him? one in there. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, you never know. I mean, again, it could be just the most lucrative thing or 
all this hoopla for nothing. <laughs> is a Brooklyn Nets at the beginning of the year. Who knows? I I wouldn't be surprised at anything at this point. Yeah. I'm hoping he all goes right. to Sacramento. That's a that's all. <laughs> that, that would be start a, fresh. Be <laughs> Who's coming with? Oh Mesa's? no! One quick no. I have to get this out before yeah. we move on. He should go to wherever Seattle needs is. There's talk about Seattle getting that yeah. expansion team. He needs to go back to Seattle, or and go back to, to where they all started. Open Las Vegas. Oh, that would be because those those would be the two places that they'd have the expansion: Seattle and Las Vegas. <laughs> Jason, yeah. that's a fun point. That's a fun point. Because he, he was back. their last draft pick, right? The Sonic. Yeah. Yep. And then they moved the year after that. After his first year. Yeah. That would be awesome. Anyway. All right. Um, yeah, if there's nothing else, Jason, you want to get us going on the big show here? You must mean the Major League Baseball All-Star uh, break. That I was about to call one. it the weekend, but that's basketball. <laughs> that would be the one. All right. So we had a uh, pretty fun home run derby last night. Uh, Juan Soto ends up winning it. Uh, Albert Pujols made it into the second round. Uh, surprisingly, he he only hit 13 homers in the first round. He went first, and then his matchup partner... Uh, only hit 13. They went into a tie. Or, uh, uh, it was Schwarber, right? Schwarber, yeah, Schwarber. Yeah. Yeah. The number one seed. Um, he hits 19. Pujols hits 20. Or Pujols hits 20, and then Schwarber only hit 19. So uh, Pujols thought he was done a couple times and then got into the second round. Got uh, Got within a few, I believe. But Juan Soto ends up uh, winning it. I like watching the home run derby. I don't know what you guys feel, how you guys feel, but I really enjoy watching it. I I'm I'm like I have this very specific memory of the last time I actually sat down, like oh, watch the home run derby. It was I was younger, I was a kid, and I was at a Shakey's, and they had that on. And I watched it, and it was like, and it's kind of the same. The same problem I have with it then is now. It's like a tactical thing. Like, if you go and hit forty home runs in the first round, you're never going to win that that challenge because you're going to be so gassed by the end of it that that's that's what happened this past time, this year too. Like the guy, one of the guys hit like eighty home runs during the whole competition, and Leo Rodriguez. Yep, and he didn't win. Juan Soto won because he was like even Steven the whole time. He just barely won each round. I remember uh, similar the uh, the Josh Hamilton home run yes. derby when he was just cr- I think he crushed eighteen in a row at one point in the first round or something like that at Yankee Stadium, right? I think it yep. was right all down yep. the right right uh, foul pole. Yep. Boom! 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 Yep. But yeah, that's yeah, like I, I that think one. it's it's fun, you know. 
it sort of like reminds me of the old quarterback challenge that we was would great. do back in the 90s. I loved that. I was all into that. Who can throw a ball 80 yards? You know, like, show me. Look <laughs> that thing. That was amazing. I remember, I remember Favre one hit. Yeah, he threw Favre. like two of them 85 yards, but he was out of bounds on both of them. Yep. Yeah, I think <laughs> watching that. <laughs> For yeah, sure. Yeah. Him and Randall Cunningham both could throw it just just sick far like stupid far Randall I mean, Cunningham my... could just throw like 75 plus like consistently and then you got Michael Vick if they would have had it around there he could throw it out of a stadium and oh. win every time <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah the, like, remember that, that commercial was the greatest yeah, oh. so many people thought it was real I'm like are you guys nuts <laughs> he's not he gotta be a cyborg to do that like, right? like I don't care how good the special effects are it's just not can't be true <laughs> yeah it's impossible alright so to get us back on track we could talk football for a while because we Forever. always do um, the national anthem is being sung right at the moment for the 2022 All-Star Game. The lineups are introduced. It looks like it's a full house at Chavez Ravine in Los Angeles. And the All-Star Game will get uh, going shortly. What do you, before we go any farther, how do you guys feel about the All-Star Game determining the um, home field in the World Series. I know there's mixed opinions about that. I don't think the All-Star should ma- All-Star game should matter at all. Like, they, they need to find better ways to incentivize these, these players. Pay them! You know, pay them if you know, the winning pitcher in the All-Star game gets an extra hundred grand. It's not like they don't have the money. Like, why put something on the line? Something, an an unsanctioned or unofficial game should not affect official things. It just shouldn't. I I agree with that, Ben. Um, I was going to say, kind of like you said, uh, incentivize them a little bit more. I mean, the home run derby, I mean, the winner gets a million dollars. You know, for the home run derby. So, yeah, exactly. The dudes are going to want to go up that. and do that. Yeah, you could even say we're going to do nine hundred or a million dollars, and then every you know, well, it wouldn't work that way, but every position player. But you could make it a way where, yeah, the winning team gets more money. Um, you know, I like it that it, the the All Star Game means something because it actually will affect something down the road. But the reason I don't like it is because. One, you're not going to get every best player in that all-star game. And case in point is like the Bruce Corbin Burns. He's there on vacation, but he's not pitching, you know? Josh Hader's so, not even there. He's hanging out with his family, which I don't yeah, fault him for at just all. just have a baby, though? Yes. Yeah, there exactly. Was, yeah. There, was compli- <laughs> there was some complications along the way. So oh, yeah. I, that I do not fault him for whatsoever, no. but. To your point, uh, Ben, Corbin Burns is on vacation, which is fine. Yes. He doesn't want to pitch. He wants to be recognized. That's fine. I just – I have a hard time with the winner of this game determining home field. I, I feel like there's got to be a better way to do that. They should just keep it across the board like every other sport. If you have the best record, you get home field advantage. You know, Because, again, you're not getting – 
you're not getting the best from each league squaring off to literally determine, yes, the NL is better, was the better one in the AL. You know, you guys get home field advantage when, you know, that can make or break a series right away. Yeah. What if, For, what if hey, I won 100 games, they won 80 games, and they get to be at home? That doesn't make any sense. Hmm. I Yeah, and that's what I don't like about it. Like, I was just thinking, what if the All-Star game affected interleague play and vice versa? Like, there would be subtle disadvantages or advantages, DH rules maybe, based on... And I know that's a bit of a, you know, it's kind of going outside the realm of where baseball likes to bend its rules but just as a way to kind of make it a little more engaging a little more interesting a little more thoughtful is to like maybe the uh whoever whichever league has the better interleague play record by the all-star break gets to be up first or gets last ups whichever they prefer and then whoever wins the all-star game it has like a a subtle effect on home field for a different series and in interleague play. I don't know. I mean, I can see that because next year the new the new rule is is it is going to be everyone's playing everybody next year in baseball. You're not going to be playing a team twenty times in a year. You're going to be playing everybody. So for that happening, that would make even more sense because it'll be more even because interleague is being played constantly instead of. 20 games out of 162 you know <laughs> so yeah that would make even more sense it it, it 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 would correct for sure just having people go out there who are going to be mess like that's another thing these guys are going to be messing around having good times you know spitting sunflower seeds at each other like screw you know like it's this is not a serious game so yeah. Make it just to be the big fun time. Make it that you guys have you can win some money if your team wins, and you know just a lot of fun perks. The couple of days you're out there, hey, you made it. You should be able to watch a bunch of robots play while the all stars sit in the you know on the sidelines. <laughs> That's what you get. You don't have to play at all, right? That's yeah, they're just holograms. Especially it's your hologram. If someone, gets, if someone gets hurt in this game, that is you know like. And it's devastating if that happened in this game. So, yeah, I'm glad Corbin Burns and other players are sitting out because why risk it? Hmm. Why risk it? All right. Um, Let's move on from all-star talk. Let's get into some standings here. We'll go down the list. uh, Oh, real quick, Paul, would you mind if we just – I'd like to just see who do you think will win the All Star Game tonight? Oh, we should. Yeah, really do yeah. I had a couple questions about that. I was going to ask you guys. So yeah, one was who's going to win it, NL or AL? I'm going to say. Awesome, <laughs> I'm going to say the NL. I know the AL has taken. I think five of the last six. I think the NL's up, so I think they're going to do it this year. I'd say American League just because I think they have better bats. And the better bats seem to win. I don't know. That's just a guess. Yeah, I mean, I was going to go AL too, but again, it's just, you know, you, you are getting the best pitching, the best hitting for the most part of each league. So it, it's always like a horse apiece, I feel like. You know, in the, in the long run, you're, you're going against the best. So, I mean, I'll, I would pick the AL. I just think they're, uh, the bats um, are just going to be more. And, you know, if their bats are hitting hard and it's, it's Dodger Stadium, that those, those balls should be flying out tonight because it's, you know, that's what they do at Dodger Stadium. It's kind of like 
West Coast, New York. They just once they get in the airstream, they're gone. So. <laughs> oh, and the other thing is, who's going to be the MVP tonight? Any any guesses on that? Oh boy. Uh, let's see. What do you think? It's either going to be like a Pujols or a, a Cabrera Cabrera situation. Or if one of those. They, I, I, if I'm going to go with Miguel Cabrera. I'm going to go with Miguel Cabrera. I, He's going to get like a home run and they'll give it to him. I, I was going to say, Jason, I think if either of them hits hits a home run, I think they're going to win it. I'm going to say Shohei just because I think he's going to pitch an inning. He's going to get two strikeouts, and I'm going to say he's going to hit a home run. So that's why I'm going to call Shohei for the MVP. Oh, that's a yeah, that's, that could be a possibility yeah, for sure. He's been doing it all year. There's no reason to think he won't do it tonight. So that's my prediction. All right, all right. All right. Anything else before we move on? Uh, let me see. That's all I had. All right. So we'll start with the American League. The East, the Yankees are 64 and 28, 13 at ge- games ahead of Tampa. They're, they're not going to lose that division. They're going to win easily probably 110 games. I don't know if they're going to match the – Mariners record for most wins, but the funny thing about that league, though, is the Baltimore Orioles are sitting at 500 at 46 and 46. Every team in that division is over 500. And they just, Even, they're yeah. eight, eight out of their last 10 they've won, by the way. Yeah. Well, they, they did have a 10, uh, I believe, 11 game winning streak yeah. at one point. They did. So just, I mean, it's possible that four of the five teams in that division could get in. It's entirely possible. Yep, for sure, which should be unheard of. Yeah. Uh, the Twins are sitting at 50 and 44, two games ahead of the Guardians, three games against the very disappointed, disappointing White Sox. Um, I think that's the Twins' division to lose. Unless the White Sox can somehow figure something out, but it sure doesn't look like they're going to. What they need to do is fire Tony LaRusso. And I think they turn that around. Because I don't know if you've seen what he's done in some games this year, but it's been It's not mind boggling. It's not been pretty, I know that. Yeah. Like he just had one last week where it was an O and two uh on a batter and second and third you walked him right you walked him on yep. one too yeah i could not believe that and the whole even like the Sox fans are just losing their minds <laughs> like what are you doing to his you know defense it did work out but there's just too many of those situations where i think if you get someone in there kind of more fresh mind and even more attentive and awake he just seems like he's just there you know um, I think they could turn it around. But, again, I don't know how many injuries they had. I know they had an injury bug for a bit there. So, I think they they still have a few guys out, but I I don't disagree with you whatsoever. I think the Bruce, the Bruce is definitely not helping that situation. I think it was good to bring him in as that big name, that Hall of Famer, that guy who can kind of, you know, be the vet. But I think now it's, it's you got to look for something different. 
Uh, Jason, anything about the central? Uh, the central, you mean? Oh, right, we we are on the central. My bad. I was still looking at the east. Or uh, we, you didn't comment yeah, or on the east. east either, well, I was just thinking, like I, like uh, in the spirit of Ben having a question, like so as it stands with the east, Tampa Bay and Toronto are in, and like Toronto by two games over Boston. Now Boston and well, Baltimore being the last place is only three and a half games out of the wild card. So yeah. my question to the to is this: Tampa Bay, Toronto are in currently. Boston, Baltimore are out. How does that change by the end of the year? I don't think it does, just because of how strong the Rays' pitching is. How potent the Blue Jays' bats are. Uh, Chris Chris Sale still hasn't played. A, I think he's played one game this season for the Red Sox. Yes, he just got injured again. He broke his pinky on a comebacker a couple yeah. days ago. Uh, the Orioles are on an amazing streak, but I don't trust them. I don't personally. I don't think it changes. I think both uh, Tampa and Toronto are going to get in. I could see the Red Sox making a move. They've been very injury prone as well. So I could see them getting maybe above Toronto. I don't see them getting above Tampa Bay. Um, but what I'd like to see is the Orioles get in. <laughs> on all honesty. Because <laughs> they've been would... a joke since I've been alive, basically. I mean, even the Cal Ripken years, it was not the best years. Um, but like, I just, you know, I love the, I love when there's an, a change of scenery, a new team or something coming in, like in the, any playoffs, any league, you know, any sport. It's always nice to have that refreshing, hey, the Orioles are in. People are like, who? You know, the Orioles. They're in Baltimore? <laughs> like, oh, they have a team there? You know, like, it's just, it seems like those teams get lost and it's, it reminds me of Major League, the movie, you know, like, <laughs> you're rooting for Cleveland. I want, I want the Orioles again. Let's do this. Let's shake it up. Yeah, I but think they it's have probably not gonna happen. <laughs> I think they have great uniforms too, personally. I love the love the uniforms. I remember I had a uh when Dairy Queen would have served soft serve in the baseball helmets. Yes. I had a yep. I had a Baltimore Orioles one that I was beloved. Uh, so Seattle stays in, you think? I think they do. I they haven't made the playoffs for 20 years, 19 years. It's been a long time. Um, I do think they stay in. I think it's going to be the Yankees, the Twins, uh, the Astros are nine games up on Seattle currently. They're not mm-hmm. going to give that up. But I do no. think Seattle stays in the wild card. I do think it's going to be the Rays – the Jays and the Mariners for the wild card. And quick uh, update: uh, Shohei led off against Kershaw with a outfield single. Yeah, I see. All right, I see now. And Aaron Judge is currently facing 0-2. So I was going to comment on the uh, AL West real quick. Um, the Angels. 
We all learned now that Joe Madden was not the problem. While we were waiting for technical difficulties earlier, I went through and found out the record of the Angels since Joe Madden's been fired. And they're 12 and 23. So mm. it actually, they got worse. Than <laughs> oh, there. man. So, I think most sane people knew it wasn't Joe Madden. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. But it was just kind of funny that. You know, that's going to be the change. And then you talk to Joe Madden now. He's like, oh, I'm so, I'm, my life's so open. And I feel no stress. And I'm like, yeah, that's not great. <laughs> he's, I'm sure he's relieved. Living uh, the dream. <laughs> so, so did Otani just get picked off? I think he did. Yeah, he did. Or did he not? Sorry. <laughs> it was just really weird. I was like, he got oh, picked off in the All-Star him. game? He got him. He did get him? Yeah, he did. He did. There's two outs. <laughs> nice. Yeah. He he was a little off first and got caught off guard. He leaned yeah. over. Yeah, he leaned he leaned a second one more time before he uh should have moved back and yep, he got caught. <laughs> um, but yeah, so one more question about, I I guess I'll ask the question now. Yeah. Um Does Mike Trout make the playoffs with the Angels? And we had this question point. last time, I think, too, actually. At some point, not this year, some point. Yeah, I, th- I think that I think we specifically asked you about uh, this, this year because that's when yeah. their their tank started. But yeah, because they were ten on a twelve game losing streak or something at that point, or ten or something. Um, well, he has what five years left? Five or six? I think I don't it's remember five. exactly. I don't think he stays there that long. I think it's going to be kind of like a, you know, eventually you're going to have to just, unless he wants to stay there forever. I mean, he might be that guy. He might just be like, I'm sticking with one team and I'm here forever. But to be the best baseball player for how long and not go to the playoffs. And I mean, your time's running out. You need to either management needs to go, you know, bring everybody around you in, or you need to go find somewhere to win. Uh, just um, to let, just to Mike Trout is on under contract till twenty thirty. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. So then he must have re up. He must have re up somewhere in there and got more money. That's probably what happened. Okay. So he got another eight, eight years. I think he leaves before those eight years are up. Oh yeah, because sure. he's what thirty this year. Uh, is he that old? He's somewhere around there. But yeah. I'm just saying he's it's, it's baseball, so we have a little more extra years in other sports. But I mean, you got to get to the playoffs. You got to win some some uh, World Series if you can. At least go somewhere that wants to win World Series. Yeah, it it certainly doesn't seem like it's going to ha- happen with the Angels. Yeah, which is unfortunate. I'd be another team I'd like to go just because they haven't done anything for a long time. Yep. So, a couple notes on his contract though. No full full no trade clause contains no opt outs. Yeah, well that means that he will decide where he wants to go and that's probably how he wants it. Oh, he like want, they He doesn't want the Angels. The Angels gotcha. can't send you anywhere. I am the guy who tells you where I want to gotcha. go. Gotcha. I thought that Which meant makes he sense. couldn't opt out like ooh. No, that'd be dumb. <laughs> right? He would have been the first guy, I think, to sign that contract. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say that's what I was thinking. Like, what you, did he you, do? You should probably get a, a You should probably get a new agent if uh, yeah. 
He's gonna make you sign that. Oh, yeah, it's a good thing it. I'm not his agent, otherwise he'd be it. fucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you said don't sign it. I signed it. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything AL before we move on to the National League, guys? Uh, I don't have anything else. No. No, that's yeah. All right. So. The NL East, the Mets are currently two and a half up on the defending champion Braves. Uh, Braves started off slow, uh, catching fire, caught fire a little bit. Now they've even back out. The Mets started fast. They came back down to earth a little bit, but still sitting at 58 and 35. Um that that's looks like it's a two team race. Phillies eight and a half back of the Mets. They could do something yet, but I don't really see it happening. Um what's it look to like to you guys? A two man two man race there? In the east? In the east, yep. Yeah, I feel like it's a two man race. Um I mean yeah, the Braves I mean, like you said, the Mets kind of cool off a little bit. The Braves come on strong. I mean, they had a lot of people come back from injuries as well. But, yeah, they've been just cruising. So I think it's going to be up to them. Uh, are we going to have a classic Mets collapse at the end of the year? We'll see. But uh, I know that team wants to get back too, but it's been a while. Uh, but I honestly think it might be the Mets here. It just depends on. You know, is Scherzer going to be around? You know, are you going to get? Are you going to have that phenomenal pitching? Is Degrom is Degrom going to be back? He's not out for the year, is he? I don't think so. I don't think he's been ruled out yet. Um, but again, yeah, if you get those guys back and they're healthy, and your bats are there, I mean, they're going to be tough. Uh, but Mets are, you know, or sorry, the Braves are. They're just as good. I just think it's if the Mets can stay healthy, it finally will be their year to. At least get in the playoffs. So. A, a lot of people have been talking about a, another Subway series, and I, I could see it easily happening. Yeah, it could assuming the Mets do like you say, don't turn back into the Mets. Have one of the worst Septembers of all time. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> in like the last 10 years. <laughs> and one of I those mean, years was the, the Brewers got in. It, was, it really it helped us a lot. So. <laughs> yes, I, I remember that year. It did help us. Yeah, we were up eight, they were up eight games, I think, with like 12 games to go, and we got in on the last day. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, that was just, I think, and that was our first um, playoff appearance since 1982 as well. So, and I, good stuff. I, I like those kinds of things. Uh, with like Mets Yankees or like uh, what was it back in the day Giants A's Giants that Athletics, was the uh, uh, that was the earthquake series right? yep, yeah yeah candlestick or, or even potentially like a uh, Angels Dodgers <laughs> 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 that's funny not this year <laughs> or even like a Cubs White Sox you know are the, like age, are the Angels going to be the grounds crew for the Dodgers is that what's going on <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be in the stadium, like in the stands, watching yeah. the game. Yeah. 
All right, Angels, wear your favorite Dodgers uniform this day. Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite winner? Oh, brutal! <laughs> I'm sorry to all you Angels fans out there listening, but <laughs> all right. So we're gonna skip the Central. We're gonna save them for last. Uh, yeah. We're gonna head out west. The Dodgers are sitting at sixty and thirty. Uh, 10 games up on the Padres, 12 and a half up on the Giants. Uh, Dodgers are clearly going to win that division, but uh, both the Padres and Giants are in good position yet for a wild card. Uh, One thing uh, we should mention is that the Braves are, unless something drastic happens are most likely locked into that uh first wild card i don't know if you guys disagree with that but uh, yeah i mean assuming you know everything stays on pace but they are only six game or four games up on san diego for that spot only six games up on philadelphia i i, I you're probably right but i don't think they're out of range by any means. San Diego, they're young and, you know, a little unpredictable, but they could get as hot as anybody. Well, especially if Tatis comes back. Yeah, Mm. I I agree with you there. San Francisco, I mean, they're six and a half out of that spot now, but I could see them, you know, making a run. St. Louis even, if they start, (laughs) start whooping up on their crappy division a little more and, well, like, okay, hold, hold that hold that thought for a second. <laughs> yes, yeah, sorry, I'm getting ahead of I'm getting ahead. Sorry. Let, let's get through the West quick. Um, yeah. Dodgers clearly having another amazing series. Padres, Giants, um, both looking good. Um, anything before we move on there? Um, I mean, the San Diego. Last time I was on with you guys a month ago, they were heel and heel almost with the Dodgers. So um, obviously they've taken, like you said, well, Tatis is out taking a step back a little bit. Um, but I agree. I think Atlanta will hold that spot as the number one wild card. Um, and then, yeah, I think San Francisco is, you know, hanging in there too. And I think they're going to get better as well with some of those injuries that there's uh, are, are people that will be coming back. So um, but yeah, it's the Dodgers. It really doesn't really matter. Honestly, no. it's the Dodgers in that division and that's it. So the most exciting race down the stretch is going to be the two, uh, team between the Brewers and Cardinals. Um, Pirates are 11 back at this point. Chicago's 14 and a half, Cincinnati's 15. None of those teams are any good. Who knows if the Brewers or Cardinals are any good the way they've been playing lately, but well, especially the Brewers, but um, I that it's cue the wah wah sound there. Yeah, um, I, I, I'm gonna mention that I do think that, um, I, I don't know if the winner. Obviously, everyone's bunched up within about six games, but um, I do think – I don't think there's going to be a wild card that comes out of the Central. I think whoever 
if the Brewers or Cardinals are going to get in, I think they are going to have to win the division. That's the way it's sitting right now, anyway. I mean, yeah, Seattle is out of the wild card. Or, sorry, St. Louis is out of the wild card right now. So, And they're only half game back, so... You're you're right, Paulie. It's whoever's gonna win that division will be the only person to get in, or only team to get in. And so I think, well, the Brewers are three three and seven, not three game losing streak. Lost two tough ones to the Giants, uh, and then lost by a few runs in the last game of that series before the All Star break. Three and seven going in, three game losing streak. Uh, Cardinals six and four going into the break. Me and Jason have been talk been talking about it for a few weeks. The the Brewers need offense. I mean, their pitching has been great. It's come down a little bit, but they they need to get a bat. Or someone needs to step up and start hitting because these two, these getting two runs a game is just painful to watch. And with the amount of talent they have in the, on their pitching staff, if they're going to waste this incredible season, man, oh man, that's going to be heart heartbreaking. They're the only team in the National League with, or they're the lowest, they have the lowest positive run differential in the National League. Like, 20 plus Is that like point two? It's Yeah, it's plus 25, <laughs> which is not okay. good. Yeah, which, I mean, it's positive. St. Louis is at plus 65, though. Like, it, it's not good. And... If they yeah, if they don't start getting some backup for these pitchers that they got, like yeah, your pitching's great, <laughs> but geez, man, geez, they somebody's got to do something. I don't know if it's their hitting coach or what, but they got to start putting runs on the board. Yeah, right now you have like the most, one of the most potent pitching pitching arsenals in the the game. If it's starting pitching, if it's relievers, if it's closing and uh your bats if your bats don't produce you're not gonna win games and then eventually those guys are gonna want to leave you know they're not gonna want to stick around if they're gonna be on these teams where we pitch and do well individually but we're not winning games as a team i know so yeah there's gotta be people stepping up and i even think more is just being consistent i mean if you look at the batting averages right now the brewers I'm not even looking at it right now, guys, but I honestly can tell you that no one's above 250. Unless something just happened the last few days. But I feel like every time I watch a game, when they pull up the beginning, here's our starting lineup, you're like, no one's hitting That's that is actually probably a starter over 250. Or they're hovering right around it. Mike Brosseau. Has played forty games. He's batting two eighty seven. But anybody yeah. who's played more than seventy games, well, Kutch is two fifty five. 
I was just going to say, yeah, McCutcheon's 255, but... And he's got hot, too, lately. But again, so it's like... So 255 is our top hitter right now, if you're looking at longevity of the started the season, like, 1-30, in 30 too. Like, he had, yeah, like, he had a, a terrible start. start. So he's, been, he's on a tear right now, so... But, like, yeah, so you need those Renfros. You need those Adamases. You need... I mean, Rowdy's been doing pretty well, but again, he can improve as well. You need... Uh, you know, Luis Arias to be more consistent. Uh, you need to find out where Keston Hira is in your organization. You can't <laughs> bring him up and down. And then last time we brought him up and he's doing well, and then you send him down again. Mm-hmm. You got to yeah, I, I be more conscious with that. I don't understand what they're doing with him because he, he's shown that he has talent. He's just – he's inconsistent, A, and mm-hmm. the Brewers aren't really giving him a chance to being be in the other everyday lineup, which – I feel like as a hitter, you should. That's kind of valuable. Yeah, you need yes. you need consistency. You need reps for your stroke. You need to know. You know, it's a rhythm. I did see a good stat though in the last like is it I think four or five years that we've gone four years that we've gone to the playoffs. We uh. After this, uh, the first sorry, the after, the thirty games after the All Star game, we at we are our, our average for those five years is nineteen and eleven. Well, so good. I'm hoping they get this little break that rejuvenates them and then it continues like the last four years. We come out just on fire, and those bats are going and everything. Um, but yeah, it's just <laughs> you. T- it's just it's it's tough to watch sometimes. You're sitting there, and you're like, "Oh my god, this pitching is amazing!" Oh my god, they, we let off one home run, and oh my god, we lost two to one or ten to one or ten to zero, and you're like, "What is going on?" You know, like, it just has to be more consistent. I think it, on top of it, and and figure out what you're doing with the players, <laughs> who's going where. <laughs> Where's Keston Heroes? What's his job in, in the Milwaukee organization? Is he going to be in AAA his whole life, or are you going to give him another chance? You know. So, so one thing I was going to mention is I'm sure both of you guys heard for, I mean, I've heard him for three years. The Brewers are going to tra- trade Josh Hader. I personally think they're going to trade him in the offseason. I don't think it's going to be at the deadline. Um, But to the Yankees at the deadline, I think that's what I heard so far. <laughs> possibility, but I, I don't know if that's real or not. I don't, so. I don't know if you've heard the or saw the uh, Yankee or the hater for uh, Aaron Judge uh, joke, but that did I, not. But I will look that up later. I, for sure. I, had a, I had a good laugh at that one, but <laughs> um, so haters blowing three, not. Either save, I think, one save opportunity, uh, two hold opportunities the last two weeks. At one point, at what point do you give Devin Williams a chance to close and put Hader in the A spot, or do you do that? Flip flop him. Yeah. Would you do that? Um. Yeah. I mean, in all honesty, to me they both can go out there and get the job done equally. You know what I mean? Like on a consistent basis, they're pretty equal. You're going to get them out there and they're going to get out of that jam. Um, Flip-flopping them. I think Devin Williams would never problem with that. I just don't know how Josh Hader would feel about that. Um, 
I mean, that might be conditions than the trade him if he didn't like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, the last I, I have these crazy stats in front of me. So the last thirty games, he's had an ERA of five, and then the last seven games, it's you know it's been twenty point two five. I mean, he has an overall 4.5 ERA this year right now. But again, before these last seven games, it was well, well under three, you know? So, again, to having that baby recently, I don't know if that has something to do with it as well. You know, something in his head that he's... I did see something, too, about him, people saying he was tipping pitches as well. I don't know if anyone saw that. I did not see Um, that. Like it was either the way he was breathing before he went into his motions or something, but some MLB player or personnel or commentator or something actually talked about that he was tipping his pitches. So again, I don't know if that was true, but if it is, Not again, that could have, that that could be a, that could easily, you know, jump your ERA up to four point five when it was super low the whole rest of the year. So. Yeah, offense, uh, pitching. I, I personally would love to see us uh, bring uh, Mike Mustakas back. Currently, uh, toiling away on the Cincinnati Reds. I, I would love I'd... to. I would love to see that happen. I think he would be a great fit for the Brewers to bring back. Yeah, I, did. I liked him as a player. He was good for us, but I, I just don't like how he he came to Milwaukee to get a contract somewhere else. Not, And he's not the first to do that. Don't get me wrong. There's been plenty of others, but again, like, so you won a World Series with Kansas City, and then your numbers kind of doing the greatest, and then we picked you up and gave you a good three-year contract, and he played one year, right? That was it? Yes. The first year, I think. No, he no. played two. Sorry, I think he did two, play two. Two years he was there, yeah. He did play two. He didn't play. Third year was a thing of player option, so. Um, but, yeah, and then but then I was hoping we were going to sign him because, hey, we brought you in. You did well. You good chemistry. They stream moose every time you are up to bat or do anything. You know, like, it's good atmosphere in Milwaukee. And then he went to the Reds. And I'm like, man, all of all teams, the Reds, like, another team who just hasn't done much in a long time that, you went for the money, you know, and just yeah. that kind of that kind of just had a bad taste in my mouth. But again, if he comes back, that'd be great because again, it's just another bat, <laughs> another it, bat. I, I guess my my overall thought is they they have to get a bat at the deadline. They if if they don't, I think they're basically conceding the division to St. Louis at, at that point because. St. Louis has some boppers on their lineup that. Well, Paul Goldschmidt just hit a home run in the All Star game, so. Yeah, I, I saw that just now. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, they got, and they are not, they got a lot of good boppers on that team. But yeah, we need a bat. I mean, I saw there's a, I saw what we'd have to give up for Juan Soto. I mean, it's like 10 players and like every draft pick and something else. So we could do that. We just won't have any pitching or any prospects for the next actually, decade. <laughs> actually, that was, that was one thing I was going to uh, ask you especially about, Ben, is 
Juan Soto turning down, what was it, 15 years, $440 million or something like that? Yeah, that's exactly. Yep, 400, yep, and 15 years, $444 million, or $440 million, yep, correct. Insane. Um, so... Again, he didn't, I guess, want the money. <laughs> you know, like, it wasn't about the money, at least for now. It was about being where he is, you know. Uh, he doesn't want to be in Washington, which I, I did hear, too, that people didn't, he didn't want that to get out to the public on him well, turning sure down that deal. Did. I'm sure so, he did not. So that was, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's not a good thing for anybody in that situation. But, yeah, because that, that would have been the most, the largest contract ever. Yeah. And I guess, um, obviously, the Dodgers have the uh, farm system, young players. They could easily go after him. The Yankees could probably do the same thing, although their uh, farm system is not. I, I don't understand how the Dodgers have the best major league lineup, maybe ever. And one of the better farm systems we've seen in a long time. How does that happen? Can they, I, I mean, I know they can pay just godlike money to basically anyone, but. Well, they're scouting and the, and their training and all that, like their, their cultivation system. Yeah. I mean, it, it is amazing to see though. It really is. All right. Um, yeah. So that was baseball. Any anything else that we're we got to talk about? Just I was going to ask one more question. Yep. Second half prediction. Like who is going to go to the World oh, Series from each side, and <laughs> who who is going to win it? So who is from the NL do you guys think is going to go to the World Series? So how many teams go to the playoffs again? Remind me. I know they changed the, it recently. The three, the three division winners, and then three, the top three wild cards. So okay. six on each side. And they do like a five game series for the first round, and so on. Um, I think they have a playing game. It's a, it's, it's a playing game. Yeah. So for the first, the first, te- like the lowest seeds or whatever, and then after that, then it goes the five games, and then seven, and then seven. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, whoever would like to go first. Paulie, um, why don't you I'll, go first? I'll start us off. Um, Yankees are going to win the East. I think the Twins are going to hold on off and hold on in the Central. Astros are going to win the West. I do think the Mariners are going to get in. And I'm going to uh, stick with the Rays and Jays. So, the Rays, Jays, and Mariners are my three wild cards. Who's going to the World Series out of that group? I don't think the Yankees are going to be stopped this year. I really don't. Jason? I like his picks. I think, actually, Cleveland overtakes Minnesota. Okay. And I I like... I also, like Ben, want the Orioles to make it in, but... I'm not that confident, so we'll just leave it as is. I liked, I kind of like what you're doing. I think Seattle, I, I really want to see Seattle too. They haven't been good since I was a kid. 
So, yeah, but I think Cleveland takes the division. Uh, I'm going to say the Yankees go only because I don't like Houston. <laughs> like, I think actually. Cheaters, but cheaters. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like I should – I'll, I'll, I'll put it this way. I'll pick Houston, but I really don't want to see him go because I Makes think sense. they will end up going, but. Yeah, for me, it'd be uh, Yankees. Um, Central Division is just a mess. Um, I mean, I'd love to see the White Sox fire Lucent and take over, but I'm going to stick with the Twins as well. And if, yeah, I think we're going to stick with Houston. Um, and yeah, I'll do. I'll have my wild card teams in Seattle, Tampa Bay, and like I said, I think. Boston's going to sweep in there as well. I just have a feeling that they're going to get more healthy and uh, their bats are going to start shining too because they kind of have Brewers mentality. They seem to do this every year too, right? Where they're you know, like, There's all kinds of – they're bad, bad, bad. And also you're like, wait, they're like at the top of the division? Weren't they just the worst? Yeah, it happens. They fluctuate all the time. So Yeah, they did. They won a World Series that way a few years ago. Like, oh, holy yeah. crap, Boston won another World Series. What? <laughs> Stop paying this, attention. Is this the ESPN Classic? <laughs> 2017 or 18 that was, yeah. Yeah, because they were, I think, 10 games out of first going into the last month of the season. Yeah. Something like that, yeah. All right. So. But yeah, Yankees out of, uh, that's out of the group for the World Series for me. All, all three of us have the Yankees in. No, the, I took Houston. You know? I ended he took up Houston. Houston. Oh, but I, uh, I want. Houston. I would prefer to take Yankees because I just. Uh, but I think Houston's going to do it, even though I hate them. All right. I mean, we're all going to look silly when the Orioles are there. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, I want it to happen so bad. That'd be great. If it happens, we have to have just an Orioles podcast because it's, it'll be the first of its kind. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, that'd be amazing. But yeah, it's probably the Yankees, unfortunately. All right. So the East, I'm going to go. I think the Mets are going to hang on. I'm going to say the Brewers hang on. I'm not confident about it but I'm going to say they're going to hang on just by their tippy toes. Uh, Dodgers are going to take the West. And then I'm going to have the Braves. Padres. And I think the Giants are going to hold off Philly. I know Philly's one game ahead of the Giants right now. But I think I trust the Giants a little more. So I'm going to have... My wild cards are going to be the Braves, the Padres, and the Giants. I say, oh, yeah, I was going to say the Giants for the wild card, too, but I will. I do think St. Louis actually takes the division. Sorry, but they're just the more consistent. Sorry, Jason, we're losing you. We're losing you. <laughs> Can you guys still hear me? Is it okay? All right. No, we don't hear them anymore. <laughs> uh, the. The Mets, man, I don't know. I can't. I can't. They're the Mets, man. I I think Atlanta takes that division. Uh, Mets will probably get in on the wild card, but I think Atlanta takes that division. That just you look at what they're able to do without Freddie Freeman. Like 
they're fine, man. They like he's a fine player and all, but he wasn't, and he was a hero, but he wasn't necessarily the reason they got to the World Series last year. Like, correct. So they're gonna be fine. The Mets, I just can't not think they're gonna do the Mets thing. I can't not. So I think they'll still get in the play in the play in or play a wild card, but. Um, Atlanta wins that division. I think St. Louis wins the Central. Milwaukee falls just short of San Francisco. Is Do you have Milwaukee race? getting in the wild card or no? No, I think San Francisco yeah. gets in. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. And then obviously you think the Dodgers, the Dodgers are going to win the West. Yeah. yeah, I think they're going to win the whole thing. So, um, yeah, I was actually just going to say um, I I do think it's going to be Yankees Dodgers this year. I think a lot of People have been calling that for years, and it hasn't happened. I just think it's setting up where the Battle of are, Brooklyn. They are clearly the <laughs> yes. That's what I've been calling it: the Battle of Brooklyn, old yep. versus new. <laughs> well, um, I think the Yan- Yankees are Bronx, right? Yeah, they are. Yeah. Anyway, so I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say we're finally gonna get a. Yankees Dodgers series and TV is going to love it and they're going to make gobs of money from it and mm. baseball is going to love it because it's their two premier franchises on each side of the coast. That's what I'm calling money, money, money. Yeah, who's going to win it though? Are you going to pick the Yankees or are you going to pick the Dodgers? I'm going to say. I'm going to say the Yankees are going to do it this year. I don't want to say that. You know, you kind of want to wait till after the All-Star game is over, too, because that would mean a huge difference. Are you going to New York to start this series, or are you going to Los Angeles to start that series? <laughs> Very good call there. Yeah. Uh, you know? So I guess it depends on who you think is going to win the All-Star game. Well, well, well right, right back down to our special. Nothing, so. Yeah, you already called the <laughs> National League, so it sounds like you think the Dodgers are going to win. Yeah. I think I'd, the Yankees are going to win it, honestly. That's my prediction. I have Dodgers as, as over... As much as I hate that. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I have them, but... I have Dodgers over Astros. That's what I've got. All right. So there's our second half predictions for you guys. Uh, anything else baseball-related, guys, before we figure out what we're watching this week no i don't have anything else yeah it was a pretty good rundown all right so the brewers after the all-star break have they have four against colorado two against the twins at home and then they go out to boston for three and then pittsburgh for three so Fairly light schedule. I mean, Colorado's definitely we. Hopefully, I'll take three out of four there. Maybe sweat with the Twins. See what happens in Boston. But a decent start for the Brewers to get back on track, like we were talking about. Uh, also, Lambeau Field on Saturday. 
We got international soccer coming to Green Bay, Wisconsin. Man City is taking on Bayern Munich. Uh, I looked into getting tickets for that briefly, and then I realized how expensive they were, and I said, nope, not doing that. But I thought that would It'll have been be a lot. on TV. Yep. It is on ESPN <laughs> on Saturday, I believe, 6 o'clock kick. So, got some international soccer coming to Green Bay, which is exciting. And then next week, NFL training camps open up. Yeah, boy. Mm-hmm. So, we are getting closer and closer to football season. Uh, anything else we should be watching for the week, guys? No, that sounds like a full slate to me, Ben. Um, I was just going to say, uh, with the Brewers, a nice thing about it is our second half schedule, we have the most home games out of any team because our first half was all road. So uh-huh. that's another big advantage is, is a lot more road games than there were. I mean, it's almost all, not all, but a lot of road games compared to a few. Um, sorry, a lot of home games besides a lot of road, a few road games this time. So that's going to help, I think, a lot too for the Brewers because – we had a. There's so many uh, three road tri- or three destination road trips where you play nine, ten games the first half that just really killed us. So that'll help too. But I, I yeah, with the Washington. Oh, sorry. I see we have. To your point there, Jason, we have fifteen of the last nineteen at home, including ending with four against the Marlins and three against the Diamondbacks. That was Ben, but yeah. Or, <laughs> yeah. All right. No worries. But yeah, so that, that's an advantage too. We'll have a lot of home games coming up the second half. Yeah, it sounds like a good time for the to be a Brewers fan. Should be interesting. Yeah. It it always is this time of year, so <sighs> all right. Well that sounds like a full slate of stuff to watch for this week. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in. We love you. Have a good night. Have a good night, guys. Stay warm out there. Or stay cool out there. Yeah, no, <laughs> don't stay warm. You'll get heat stroke. <laughs> yeah, no, no, don't die. Don't do that. Don't die. <laughs>